Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound Pickups. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. We are super thrilled that you're hanging out with us for this episode of the Guitar Knobs podcast. Uh, we have somebody very special on the line. Kevin Schoen from Schoenswood. That's right. And you're calling from where? Beautiful downtown Regina, Saskatchewan. That's in Canada, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, so, and I only point that out, uh, because we've got people listening in over 150 countries, 150 countries, which, you know, the world's kind of small these days, I guess, but I love the actually, fact. Actually, the world has remained the same size over the years. It, you think I mean, it's it, not yes. flat? Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> but, but it's kind of cool to think that somebody in like Vietnam is sitting there chilling in their room or whatever and they're listening on their their headphones maybe playing guitar listening to uh listen to us talk about guitars and sharing so hello That's out right. there everyone we really appreciate you and we'd love to hear from you yes so, if you're out there yeah, let us know just say hi i'm from here Get That's on cool. We, we want to put another push, hello another push pin in the map that we have on the wall That's here. right yeah uh, so anyways, um, we're super excited to have Kevin on. Uh, if you're not familiar with Shoneswood, you just give him a two cent version. We're going to get it. Obviously we're going to get into an interview, uh, talking about what you do, but, um, if you could just give the cool, very quick l- one floor elevator ride version of <laughs> what you do. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. I'm, thanks a and, lot. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's a quick elevator. Oh man! <laughs> I think ahead. the cable broke. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I call myself a maker of random stuff, and I take uh, old skateboards and make guitar pedals, uh, guitar pedal boards, uh, pick holders, bottle cap openers, whatever you want. All right. That's the show, everybody. That's it. <laughs> uh, no, so that, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, uh, there's uh, it, it's it's pretty fun, pretty pretty. We got we got some fun stuff on the table, so I think you guys will like it. Who are listening? We're going to get into some podcast right now. And for those of us who are joining for the first time, just a brief understanding of what we do. The Guitar Knobs podcast focuses on boutique builders of guitars, pedals, amps, and other gear. Um, we like to spotlight those that kind of fly a little lower under the radar than some of uh, some of the big dogs out there. But we also like to talk to the big dogs too. Everybody's welcome in our guitar world. Yeah. Um, but we, we do have a lot of fun uh, finding out the backstory on what people are doing because it's usually based out of a passion project and is usually awesome. It's one of the few ways that we can actually get exposure to some of the uh, some of those builders out there that uh, we may not know of. So uh, that's why we do this, and uh, we hope you are enjoying our podcast. So, alrighty, uh, Jared. Well, I would like to thank uh, Road for sending us this awesome equipment that we use every podcast and it's a blessing to have this really great stuff and the microphones uh the model is procaster 
So we have Rode Microphone Procasters. They're excellent microphones, and they have this uh, hardware that go, came along with it, too. Yeah, pretty classy business. It's super awesome because we can move the microphone around. And, yeah. You know. We can even talk on Axis. Yes. That's true. And off Axis. <laughs> so anyways, yes, thank you so much, Rode Microphones, thank you, Rode. for Thanks, uh, Rode. helping us out here with the Guitar Knobs podcast. Yeah. Uh, Alrighty then, let's get to some what's going on in this week in our music worlds this week. <sighs> Tony. This week. Okay, so, I, you know, this this is kind of a pet peeve of mine. So I'm doing some work, you know, in addition to making pick guards and things like that, I've got a couple of projects that I'm working on. And, I, and I'm wondering, and maybe someday when I get beyond this life, I'll figure out where they go. But every time I work on a guitar and a screw falls off the bench and bounces on the floor. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Tony, not uh, people don't understand your shop, though. Let's let's just be. No, well, okay, man, so my, I understand. My, my my shop is not the the most cleanest of shops. Okay. I've seen worse. I'll give you that. But it, I mean, it doesn't matter where I work on a guitar. There's always that one. I'm pretty screw. sure Amelia Earhart's airplanes in there somewhere. At least parts of it. There are parts of Amelia Earhart's airplane there. Um, but, but, you know, I just sit there and, and I'll draw, and it's going to be, of course, the screw that I only have one of. Right. And I'm, I'm down on my hands and knees, digging through carpet, looking under benches, look, you know, these things, they, they like, they have a life of their own mm-hmm. and they just bounce all over. So here's the thing. I, I, I have some, uh, screws that I sell on my website for pick guards and things like that. And they're usually like in packs of 10, 50 or a hundred, whatever. I always throw an extra one or two. You in always do because yeah. you have to. <laughs> I know that somebody is going to sit there and they're going to. They need ten screws and they're going to drop one or two. So yeah. I always send some extra or strip them. Well, right. you could do that, but I use I like they're stainless steel, so they're a little tougher than yeah. than, well, than nickel sink. ones are nice. That too. happens to me a lot too, man. If if I drop a screw or something like that. Half the time, I won't even look where it falls. I'll just grab just another one up. and just keep on. <laughs> he going. gives up. I don't even think about it. I'm like, oh, that's gone. I'll just grab the next one yeah. out of the bag. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I know it's not it's not the most exciting thing about uh, that's okay. What's going on in my world? But it's just I, I'm sure there's other people out there. And if you if if you, if you had this experience, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just my shop, but I doubt it. Go on Facebook and tell us. Yes, let us know that we're not the only two people who experience our screws falling into the great abyss. abyss. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's where they go since <laughs> Super. Jared and I yeah. said it at the same time. It's Speaking the great of abyss. abyss. Right. Kevin, what's going on in your guitar world week? <laughs> Goal. It's, it's been a rough week. All just right. Just getting over the, just getting over the flu and, uh, Ugh. got a couple of pedals on the bench that I'm going to finish up, uh, later this weekend. And, the flu. Nothing too exciting. Playing some guitar. Well, you know, that's cool. I doing, mean, you know, doing my thing. Is it? Yeah. Your thing. What kind is it? What kind is what? Your, Your guitar. guitar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which one? <laughs> the one that you, the play, one this you week. play the most. <laughs> <laughs> mostly, I got mostly Fenders now, but awesome. What? what yeah. What? What model of Fenders? Uh, we're we're got, gonna pull out all the does information. Does it start with an S <laughs> or a T? Or a J. Oh, yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of those. <laughs> I got a Strat, a 60th anniversary. Nice. And uh, I got a 60th anniversary telly that I've had heavily modded. 
Oh, and, I got uh, one of those. What kind of mods? Uh, I just had a Bigsby put in it. Oh, there you uh, go. Well, let, let me ask you on that. So, so you've got a Bigsby on it. Do you, do you have the Bigsby, um, uh, like the, the, the plate that holds like a Jaguar bridge or is it, uh, is it just a stock Tele bridge? Uh, it's the stock. Yeah. It's the B5 model. Okay. Of Bigsby. Nice. Okay. That's a lot. Yeah. Of I've, I've always, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. And then I had, um, the tone pot taken out, uh, I bought a plate and had it kind of reversed. So it's just got uh, a volume. Yeah. The five way selector with um, humbuckers. And then I added a split coil. That's all you need oh, with a cool. toggle. That's all you need. I have my uh, my pickup. So, like, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mr. So duct dumb. tape. It's so dumb. <laughs> so I've got a 60th anniversary telly, uh, but it's the uh, Nashville Deluxe. So it has a strat pickup in the middle. Um, cool. So yeah, I, I completely coil. disregard that, but it's funny cause so I've got, I've got a telly that has like so much functionality. It's five way switch and everything. And I've got it checkerboard duct tape into the bridge position. <laughs> 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 yeah. So I'm like, Nope, just there. That's all I want. I just, I just ride the neck pickup. I don't know why, but yeah, it's the best sounding pickup. I think. I mean, you know, it depends on what you're doing, but that's true. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah, my playing styles changed so much. It's not heavy metal. metal. Yeah. No, it's not. I am so far from heavy. Okay. Really? No. Yeah. That's interesting. I guess I, I still, pictured you as a you know kind of a heavy metal heavier heavier player. Not necessarily metal, but like maybe kind of like a little bit more. You know, I was thinking uh, along the lines of like, you know, kind of heavier sort of Caius monster magnet kind of stuff like that, you know, but yeah, it's it's just the beard. Yeah, it is. No, actually, I sing like folk folk stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite folk singer? Simon and Garfunkel. I don't really like folk music. You just just sing it. I just happen to sing folky Americana that's awesome. Rock yeah. and roll kind of. Why don't junk? you sing Canadian Connor? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Dude. <laughs> God, Dude, have gosh. you ever have you ever heard Stomp and Tom? <laughs> I do not sound like Stomp and Tom. <laughs> well, actually, there's a lot of Canadians that went to America and became Gordon famous. Lightfoot. Neil Young. Neil Young. I mean, yeah, the yeah, list goes yeah. on. So. There's two. <laughs> That's, <laughs> hell of a list. That's why I All said right. the list goes I'm bringing on. Bringing this back home. All right. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Todd. <laughs> so, uh, Jared, how about you? This past week has been very interesting. Been getting ready for a big guitar show. Yeah. But uh, my buddy Zachary, he works for me here and there, and uh, he came on over. He purchased a Gibson ES175, and uh, he he got the body and he got the uh all the other stuff for it and he had a lot of stuff laying around too so put it together and and um, but what was it missing well it was missing a pick guard it still is but that's really not what this is about oh sorry sorry i was but, gonna try to shamelessly no, he brought it over <laughs> he brought it over and he plugged it in and it it sounded okay it sounded like it had uh, something choking the whole uh, circuitry inside. Interesting. Um, what it just it just sounded real you dark. Mean, okay. Okay. Yeah, it just kind of sounded dark. Like the tones were up all the way, mm-hmm. or maybe 
you know, midway through. It didn't it didn't have that articulate brightness, you know, that guitars have. So I said, I ran into this before. I know what's wrong with this guitar. It's the switch. And he <laughs> You laugh, but it's very true. <laughs> it's the switch. switch. It is a switch. switch. I said I promise you this is the switch, the switch that's causing this trouble. And he said, but the switch functions. I said, I know, but I can't explain why, but I promise you the switch is the problem. I had the same problem with a 1973 uh, Gibson Custom, uh, Les Paul Custom. I switched the switch out and it sounded great. And uh, so I said, go ahead and get the guitar out, put it on the bench. I have another switch, switch the switch out. And we switched the switch out. <laughs> and uh, the room began to twitch, the house to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I said, I promise you, the guitar is going to sound just fantastic after we do this. So we plugged the guitar in, and lo and behold, oh my gosh, the thing sounded beautiful. I was right. That's good. The thing that kind of that's not all that great is that I can't logically explain why. Maybe someone out there can. I, I'm going to guess it's a, it's carbon buildup on the uh, on the contacts. It could be or dirt. Well, if that's or, the case, that's easily remedied with a little bit of sandpaper and or steel wool. No, sure. Contact cleaner. Yeah, that too. Not all the, the stuff. Three of those not not, not contact lens cleaner. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it just, yeah, this is a. This is a hollow body electric, and yeah. they're very difficult to work on. No, I'm so, just saying, I mean, if you pull the switch out, oh, I understand, but it's just it's, it's a too, lot of work to pull the switch out. You have to pull. The, the you already had to pull out. the switch out because you switched the switch. I understand, but <laughs> putting a brand new switch in it, is, which was not a healthy situation <laughs> for. <laughs> Anyways, wow, this is so going it, off yeah. damn rails. <laughs> so anyway. It's a great guitar. Can, okay, can I, can, like I ask, can I ask you how you? Um, what was your methodology for uh, taking the switch out and putting it back in? The neck, the neck pickup through the neck pickup. Did yeah. you did you attach uh, like a, a a wire to it or he, pipe cleaner? So Zachary, he he's the one that fed the switch through. He's got really small hands, and uh, are, I, are I was, they abnormally small? Nah, but they're just smaller. They're just they fit. Zach's not a big person. Yeah. You know, he's a small cat, so he he had no trouble feeding it. But he had a little trouble. It, it wasn't easy, but he did it, and I couldn't yeah. believe it. I was like, wow, I would have had to use a piece of wire or something. I would say rewiring um, hollow body or semi-hollow guitars Ugh, is probably my least favorite work to do. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're going to replace something, I would just put something in, you know, of high quality and brand new. Does that way you don't have to keep messing with it? Keep taking it apart. Did you put the old uh, knob on it? Of course. I'm just checking. Yeah. I mean, That's not necessarily in an of course. A lot of people might actually forget to do that. Sure. But not you. I understand that. Mm -hmm. Actually. Todd, what's been going thank on Thank you, Tony. All righty. <laughs> uh, you know what? I had a... I was just having a super fun time playing guitar this week. We... Uh, my band decided to do a... I kind of hopped up on a specific song and I'm like, guys, I think, I think this would sound great. Let's learn it. Let's learn it. And it's like one of the easiest songs I've ever had the pleasure of learning, but, um, come on, come on. 
Cheap Trick. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, that's oh, a yeah. great song, and it fits our groove like perfectly. So I'm I'm super excited about that. We're, we we kind of roughed it up a little bit for Plus us. Plus, with a girl singer, you can really hit those Robin Zander. You know, I'm telling you, man, vocals. it sounds it, awesome. It can be an easy song, but it's all in the delivery, man. I'm glad you pointed that that out because if you just said, "Oh, these are the chords or whatever," and played it, no, that's not it. Because <laughs> most of us, everybody's going to play full on, and the whole thing is the balance between restraint and like go in that song is really important. So, right. There are people who would say it's the notes that you don't play that I matter would, the most. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and um, Rick's tone in that is is really strange because it's 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 way in the back. It's not it's not a super like, hey, here's my here's my distorted guitar sound. I mean, quite the opposite, but it still sounds fantastic. I I, I just love that band. Anyhow, is that, that's off of In Color, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's a great. great it sure is. I love it. I love it. Album, CD. Yeah. I'm showing my age. Sorry. So, all right. Ouch. One, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right, Kevin, give us your four on the floor. All right. So, I've thought long and hard. Uh, my first choice is the Jackson Audio Prisma. Prism. Whoa. Excuse me. Prism. The Jackson um, Audio Prism. That's the first time yeah. we had that on this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's relatively new to me. I've I've uh, had it for I don't know a few months, and I just love the way it just cleans up the amp that I got and just helps it just boost nicely. Awesome. So that's a that's a keeper. It, I turn it on, it stays on. How did you how did you uh, encounter that pedal? How did you how did you come about that there pedal? Um, through the fine art of Instagramming, one of my favorite things to do. So, I did ha- someone turned you onto it, or did you just kind of stumble on it? Uh, I stumbled on it. Yeah, I've stumbled on a lot of things on uh, Instagram, nice. such as yourself. Yes, <laughs> you stumbled upon me. <laughs> uh, that's cool. So, did you contact them yeah. directly? Did you get it on where? How did you acquire it? Just uh, just order it online. Did you yep. uh, get a chance to talk to the to Jackson Audio themselves, or I didn't. I didn't know, uh, and I did uh, take advantage of a scratch and dent sale. Nice, uh, because I'm Canadian. Things cost so much to get here. I uh, I took advantage of that. <laughs> That's killer, and it, and it was worth it. Yeah. So does it play nicely with your other with your other pedals? Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a nice clean pedal. That one looks like it's got a lot of switches and junk on it. Do you mind just do you mind just kind of walking us through that real quick? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, so it's got a, a tone, a body, a boost, and it's got like a a high, mid, low amp setting and a color amp and trans setting. Wow. So that's just that's it, that's a lot of that's a lot of settings. So when it says it audio prism, I'm assuming that that is literally kind of coloring your sound. Is that kind of the... Yeah. So I just kind of... I've got a great amp. I've got a couple of great amps, but I'm just using it to just kind of brighten everything. Okay. All right. I'm 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 new to all these pedals, and I'm just going by ear. That's so. cool. I like that. Uh, when people send, send us pedals to test out and stuff, a lot of times they're like, do you want the... Do you want the sheet, the explanation thing? And I'm like, I, I kind of just want to experience it and kind of like find myself, find myself in it. Yeah. 
Dope. Yeah, that's, what's your that's second a great way one? to learn? What's your second one? My second one is actually the one that you have. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a now I I made the enclosure, but uh, Chuck did the um, Chuck from Spoon Sound Effects did the uh, the guts for me, and it's just a, a basic one knob overdrive, and it sounds fantastic. Cool. Yeah, now, I think it sounds fantastic. It sounds fantastic for my playing style. So I think it sounds fantastic too. I want to hear your best description of why it sounds fantastic because i tony and i were talking about this and i was hearing things in here that maybe i don't know if tony wasn't or or you know. no i mean what i heard was well hang on let's okay, let kevin okay. explain go okay. ahead kevin <laughs> <laughs> i just like it because it's it's just it's simple it's just enough dirt it doesn't get too crunchy or anything like that mm-hmm I've spent my whole life playing amp distortion, so overdrive pedals are new to me, Mm -hmm. and I just I couldn't live without this one. Um, I actually made uh, a different one because we sold it. (laughs) (laughs) We got thirty dollars on reverb, (laughs) thirty bucks. Oh man, (laughs) that's U.S. It's it's (laughs) that was a hundred hours of work. (laughs) This I love this pedal. You know, it's funny because when I when I pulled it out of the box, I was like. Okay, it's a boost. And the funny thing about boost is that we all like them. We all like we all love a good boost pedal, but for some reason it it almost feels like a utility at some levels, but when I plugged it in, I I didn't plug it in with the rest of my pedals. I plugged it in straight because again, I was having that pedal board issue of like I don't want to keep tearing apart my stinking gig board and working in new pedals. It's a big fat hassle and I'm trying to get that solved. Um anyways, <laughs> whatever i'll call the ambulance um so uh i i plugged in and i just went straight in and i i i brought it up to about three o'clock and i was like hey that's a nice little just a little little bit of liveliness there then i then i brought it up to 12 and i was like whoa that sounds great and but d- doth mine ears deceive me there's no volume increase and then I kept increasing. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. It sounds like my amp is actually being boosted, but I'm not getting a boosted volume. At yeah, least fantastic. To, to my ears. I, I, I tried it a hundred times. I was like, no, this is just, it's just pushing the amp, but it's capping the volume at unity gain. And I liked it well, a lot. Yeah, I have, um, uh uh, I sent you a couple of pictures. Mm-hmm. I sent, uh, uh, or excuse me, I built one with Chuck uh, later last year, and I love it. I love it. I love it. It's too big for my pedal board, so I had him uh, do me that second one that you have now, uh-huh. so it's more pedal board friendly. Yeah, this is pedal board. It's yeah. slightly bigger than a, a standard. Well, yeah, it's yeah. you know what? It's it's almost the size of um of a uh, phase 100 like it's it's yeah. almost that size it's just a little just a bit outside uh mm-hmm. the standard my enclosures uh, are pretty big yeah um there it's not it's not ridiculous it could be a lot worse uh anyways yeah i just i really like that pedal and i was like tony dude you gotta because he's so, playing so, through a dr z and i was like this is gonna sound amazing through a dr actually, z actually i ran it through the vox you ran it through that, the vox that's, okay that's, i have you a vox c15 and that 
I mean, to me, what I heard most can of Can I just it, have your Dr. Z then so I can play that? Because seriously. <laughs> okay, Tom, you can have it. Thank Jeez. you. If you're going to cry about it. Uh, but anyhow, my experience with it, and same thing. I didn't experience a lot of volume gain, but I, 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 I noticed more brightness. It, it definitely boosts the, the yeah, high end. I would say that. And and you know obviously the further you turn it up the the more that could be a perception thing though too because when whenever volume is increased the first thing that we hear because we're more uh, susceptible to those those higher mid range like yeah. mid range and up tones those are the ones that we hear the the easiest those are probably going to hit us first so so I tried it with two different guitars one that had Science, single coil baby. single coil pickups which. <laughs> Really did the 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 brightness was very noticeable, and I think it sounded better with a humbucker equipped guitar, mm. uh, because humbuckers, of course, tend to be more midi, uh, anyhow. And uh, I, I think the pedal would would work best in that situation rather than something with single. What coils. it's missing is a, some P nineties. Uh, I think can help you out with that. that. Yeah, don't yeah. All right. Well, anyways, we really like the pedal and it looks great. I like a unique piece of gear and this is clearly is, you know, that's what you that's do. What I'm that's all why about, you're on yeah. the show. Well, that's what I like about it is it's re- kind of like the whole recycling kind of thing. You're taking stuff that ordinarily would be in a landfill somewhere mm-hmm. and making stuff out of Repurposing. it. Repurposing. Kind of. Absolutely. They're hard to get, but uh, exactly where, where I'm from, but yeah, I've got... Uh, some good supporters out there in the world. That's good. Okay, what do you got for number three? Number three would be delay. So the one I'm using now is actually, uh, we talked about it earlier, or you spoke about it earlier, was uh, the Ibanez Analog Mini Delay. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it's super simple. You know, it's a small footprint for your pedal board. Yeah. Right. Do you use delay for heavy effect or for just always on kind of uh ambience yeah it's an always on ambience kind of thing i grew up listening to metal and you know joe satriani and steve i and older thrash music and you when you hear it you know they've they've always got something on yeah and i've just kind of even though i don't play that kind of music i just always got used to that sound yeah it just sounds kind of big a little extra bigness a little extra bigness. It uh, if you're not the greatest guitar player in the world, like like myself, uh, you know it helps to hide blemishes in your playing. <laughs> sure, yeah, so, totally get that. Awesome, man. What you got for number four? Number four is the AC Noises AMA Delay, or excuse me, Reverb. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, I just got it a few months ago, and it goes on and it stays on. It's an awesome uh, reverb pedal. How'd you run it's into that to, one? Uh, again on Instagram, it's a husband and wife team uh, out of Italy. It's, it's just a, a nice, neat looking yeah, pedal. Yeah, it's um, it has something to do with love. the The wife does the uh, kind of the uh, the graphics and stuff, and the husband, uh, he's the one that does the building. So yeah, it's well, it's pink knobs, and it's got a um, an anatomical heart on it, which yeah, those are some kind of gross. well at least it's not a real heart (laughs) yes nothing says love like (laughs) nothing says love like a left ventricle (laughs) no i don't Uh, use the bit it has a bit crusher setting on it which i i don't use i'm not uh i've never been the kind of guy for making 
interesting, strange noises like uh, some fellas out there, but interesting. Well, it, it's got maybe, a kind of shimmery effect to it. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe it's got an oscillation thing on it and it, it just sounds really nice. That's cool. Uh, did you get it directly from them? Did you get to talk to them at all or? Um, well, I've messaged them a couple of times cool. on Instagram, but yeah, super nice people. Neat. Uh, it's a, yeah. that's a really cool looking pedal. I, I, I'll have to give that one a little bit more. Listen, I've, I'm more familiar with the other ones, but I'm less familiar with the, uh, with the AMA, but I definitely want to check it out now. Well, I'm all about the color too. So yeah, it's, it's uh, interesting. Cause you don't see like sort of straight pink, not, they're not hot pink. They're just kind of pink. Mm-hmm. You know, some pe- some guys are like so diehard on what tones they want, what sounds they want. Well, I've got a whole bunch of pedals that I got specifically because I like the way they look. I think that's totally okay, man. I did and that. why don't you just write music around the sound that comes out of the box instead of go. trying to trying to be, you know, s- set in a certain way? Yeah, let the let the let the pedal be creative take you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I like that approach. Well, hopefully That's a the new pedals, approach that, that yeah. nobody's really uh, brought up. I appreciate that. Hopefully the pedals cool. sound good. They do to me. If they don't <laughs> sound good, at least they look good. Yeah. Sure. Jared. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jared uh, comes from the camp of, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care about the graphics. I really, really don't care. I just got, it just has to sound good, which is well, a totally... Ex- What's a pedal, man? That's a totally acceptable place to come from. I think there's no wrong answer to that. (laughs) Jared disagrees. Sky's the limit. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) We had a guest on a a few times ago, and I was very impressed with their graphics. Yeah. And uh, and are you talking Wooly? Yes. And yeah. And this, I took advantage of his sale. (laughs) Yep. Good. I would too. Those are killer, yeah. killer, killer. These, these, uh, these enclosures that you're doing, that also catches my eye too. Cause like I said, I, before, uh, we started this podcast, I told <laughs> you, I owned a few skateboards and whatnot. So this kind of, absolutely. Yeah. It takes me back a little bit. Yeah. That's four. Those are good ones. I like that. This Quattro. is going to be a fun, fun thing to do. So for those of you who may not be familiar with four and the four, <laughs> hopefully you all are. Uh, what we have up on our website, which is theguitarnobs.com, we've got a section called Four on the Floor, uh, which you will find all of our past guests who have submitted their Four on the Floor in in somewhat of a blog format where you can you know, uh, actually check out the pedals. We've got visuals up there and links to where you can get your own version of the pedal that your favorite guest uh, is is in love with so um thanks man appreciate it let's get on to uh the reason why you're on the show which is you know we're talking about instagram we mentioned this on the show plenty so um it's no big surprise i spend a crap ton of time on instagram Um, Uh, me too maybe someday they'll have me on their show (laughs) 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 so uh you are making pedals pedal enclosures and pedal boards and other guitar accessories and, uh, and other accessories, beard combs and bottle openers, as I understand. Um, yes. So you're, you're basically just finding all kinds of really great uses for old skateboards, right? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. The beard combs are what started it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and if I had a beard, 
uh, I would probably get one of those because those look pretty handy. I know a few fellas that that could benefit from that. Um, <laughs> but this isn't the beard podcast. Um, so no, it's not. We're going to talk about your guitar pedals and pedal boards. Uh, if you go to Shoneswood Facebook, um, you're going to see exactly what we're talking about. And um, we're going to go through and just kind of talk about like the genesis of these, how he got started, what his approach is, et cetera, et cetera. And just for the record, that pedal board, that the, the last pedal board that you built looks freaking awesome. Uh, that would be the one I built for Chuck at Spoon Sound. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. Thing's, that thing's awesome. So we'll talk about the, that Thanks. and how, you know, mm-hmm. your approach to that and all that business. You're a playing musician. You're not just a guy who, who just builds guitar or guitar stuff out of skateboard. So you have an appreciation for these things. Um, you were kind of mentioning your, your musical background. Um, how did you get started in guitar? Uh, well, I picked up an acoustic when I was seven that my mom had lying around and just went from there. I'm self-taught started off in a sex pistols cover band when I was like 12 years old yeah, yeah, it was fun. I played bass back then, and then I uh, went and joined a band playing metal. Did, old did thrash. you slash your chest like Sid did? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I slashed myself in other ways, yeah. but uh, not with a not with a razor. <laughs> okay. uh, it was the eighties. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> once I ended or once I got out of the the metal stuff I ended up in just a straight up rock band playing uh, lead guitar I don't know how that happened and I've uh, just kept going since I got such a great package in the mail uh I, maybe I let, let me just tell you guys a little bit about that real quick because it's the segue is that in that package was a nice little CD of your of your uh, I did send you when I'm uh yeah you did? It was at the bottom. <laughs> I, I didn't even did know it was there. It was it did you actually listen to it? No, I, no, I was thinking about that. My, my, my kid actually was like, hey, what's this box laying here? And I'm like, stop, because they like to get into the boxes. And I says, no, 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 no. Stay out of, stay out of the boxes. Like, There's a thing in here. And I was like, what? And, you know, sometimes you don't catch everything. And it was on the very, 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 very bottom. And, uh, and I was like, oh, it's a CD. That's cool. I'll have to give that a listen. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it yet, but I will. Cool. So, uh, yeah, and in that was this lovely little pedal that, that you have here from Spoon Sound uh, that you created the enclosure for, and um, and also this cool little like a mini pedal board, um, which I absolutely love. I think is fantastic. Uh, can awesome. you want to describe a little bit what what this is all about? Sure. Well. Uh, it- I keep seeing, I follow a bunch of uh, pedal board daily uh, things on Instagram, and there's always Altoids tins on guys' pedal boards to hold their picks. Right. So I have made a couple of uh, skateboard uh, pick holders for your pedal board with uh, magnetic lids, but they take a lot of time, and Altoids tins are cool. So. Mm-hmm. I just thought it would be cool to have a, a desktop or a coffee table version of a pedal board that just holds Altoids tins or one tin or whatever, yeah. however many you want. This one holds two tins. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. Yeah. 
And especially I've got you know, one on a, my coffee table. Yeah. For someone who so. really appreciates guitar stuff as a guitar enthusiast, it's like, that's the kind of cool thing you put on your, your office desk or something. Or yeah. Or in your jam space or whatever, yeah. right? You put it on top of your amp. No, it's really, it's really cool though. I mean, it's, it's, thank um, you. It, I, we, we really appreciate that we have that in here and, and, uh, that's a nice little addition to our studio and we, we greatly appreciate that. Yeah. If you, well, thanks. Well, isn't thanks there one much. that has a more greenish color that you could put other things into? Turquoise. Because what? There's a turquoise one. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm red not getting one, into this. A, <laughs> one there might be. Anyways. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, great little package that he sent. Oh, also, also came with a cola gummy bottles. Where's the goal? Where those are they? Are, and those are in my belly. Uh, There's anyway. some pedal guys that are doing that, and I think that's I a super it. cool idea. It's Who fantastic. doesn't like candy? Everyone loves candy. Yeah, exactly. So anyhow, uh, back to you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. You start. So you got your you got your bug for your guitar stuff. And at what point did you decide? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna start making stuff out of get out of uh, skateboards. Like, how does that come about? Well, okay, so I'll try to make this quick and brief because my have wife to. tells me I ramble. Long podcast, we got all the time we want. Okay, okay. So uh, I was working as a, a contractor's assistant a bunch of years ago, uh, four years ago or something like that. And uh, he teaches me something in woodworking, and I go home on the weekend and and try it out at home. So I was making my uh, my wife's mother a uh, a shoe rack. And I just happened to be doing a stupid freehand cut on a table saw, and I chopped about an eighth inch of my index finger off. Oh, jeez. Nice. Yeah, on my on my uh, fretting hand. Oh, which perfect. Yeah. Uh, so all you all you guys know, right? You play guitar. Yeah, we'll just call you Django. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. So like, that's your main finger, right? <laughs> yeah. So. I cried a lot at the hospital, let's put it that way, because I thought I wasn't going to be able to play anymore. But uh, and, and just a side note, my wife was nice enough the very next day after I cut my fingertip off. She took me to our local music store and she let me buy a Gibson acoustic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That, or, that was weird. Or anyway, awful. I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it took me nine months to be able to play it. Uh, but, uh, it's called incentive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, apparently. That happened, and that was horrible. Yeah. First, I, I don't know why. I started growing a beard for the first time in my life. I was about 39, something like that. Mm-hmm. I went out to the garage a couple of months after I chopped my fingertip off and just started making beard combs. Interesting. And yeah, I, I don't know why. It was. I saw something online. I'm like, hey, I can make one of those. Sure. So I I did that for, I don't know, a year and a half, and... Did really well in the beard comb industry, if you want to call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really big right now. I mean, like, well, actually, you know, you, you'd be surprised. Yeah, uh, beards are cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm not a hipster, and don't call me a hipster. Okay, you're a hipster. Uh, I I have an offset guitar. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a hipster and a beard. So yeah, I, I um, but you know, I I play guitar. I sing. I. I I love music and I just, it was like natural. I, I made friends with Chuck at spoon sound effects. I keep plugging him, but he's an awesome guy. You know, we started trading off things. I started out actually making, uh, knobs for, uh, pedals. Right. I've seen some of those. Um, I think, uh, Wooly put some on his. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I call them a lifesaver. So you see the top of the pot it's, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're different, right? Just yep. like everything else I make. So I, I, I was doing that, made a bunch of those and, and shipped those out all over the place. And, uh, Chuck asked me one day to make him a, a pedal enclosure. So that was, I don't know, a year and a half ago, a year ago. And, uh, it's really brought me to now. And I've been focusing on the enclosures now because they're super cool. I really like what you're doing here. And, um, thank you. Can you please (laughs) take me through anything I say entertains Todd, by the way? (laughs) (laughs) Your deliveries are just fantastic. I don't know why. You're not going to ask me to marry you, are you? (laughs) Like what you're doing here. Okay. Take, take me through trying to find an old beat up skateboard to carve up. I, I mean, yeah, the, I had these and they were not flat. Yeah. Well, let, these let, are not flat. Why don't you de- so let, let's describe this first so that people kind of have a better understanding of yeah. what this is. And then that'll help inform the discussion we're well, about to have. Okay, buddy. You format it out. For <laughs> okay. Me. So Jared, what do you see in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, box. Yeah, it's, a it's a box of many colors. So here, here's 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 the trick. This is what we're trying to we're ultimately getting to. Most uh, skateboards are um, molded. They're, they're yeah, shaped, they're molded. And they've, and they've, yeah, they're got all kinds of curves and concaves and tails and noses and all the everything's. And what we have in front of us is a flat sided box yeah. of many colors and paints, uh, silk screens that are kind of chewed up and spit out. And it's awesome. So Jared, cool. your question. Where do you get these skateboards? How do you come across these things? Where do you find them? What's your source? That's four <laughs> wow. questions. Answer all those questions. Now, no, basically, where do you find the skateboards, my friend? This just got infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> um, the one of the local skate shops in, in uh, Regina, Tiki Room, uh, they've been super supportive. Um, you know, kids come in with a thrash deck and buy a new one. They just leave the old one there. So, yeah, so they save them and I get them from there. Uh, I've had a guy uh, previously in uh, BC, Canada. He's shipped me a couple of boxes. Again, my friend Chuck from Spoon Sound Effects is uh, he's a big punk rock guy. He's just he's a he's a family man, but he's still a skater. Mm. And uh, he goes to his local skate park. So they uh, are good buddies with Chuck. So. They've been saving them for me, and Chuck's actually shipping them from Quebec. Nice. Okay. Yeah, which is, you know, it's like three provinces over, and he ships them. Uh, so just through friends. To I me. Mean, just through friends. and Yeah. Friends in the local skate shop. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and there's been a couple other guys around my town that have uh, been really supportive, and they saved them for me. And Because, nice? you know, you don't want to use every one, right? I mean, right. you want something that's visually... Uh, stimulating. So not every board that I, I, I get, I want to use it for a pedal or a pedal board or something like that. But yeah, I mean, you got to heat the home somehow. Exactly. Yeah. That's what the pedal. <laughs> yeah, The ones he doesn't want to use uh, right into the wood burner. I'm, I'm sure you can find, you know, some, a reason to use a, you know, a, just a, a regular colored piece with no graphics on a side or a absolutely or, yeah he's got that on coming not every side has got the graphics on it which right. is kind of nice i mean it's these are super colorful and each one's totally unique so yeah uh, I, I think the the question that we're all trying to figure out is like how do you get around all of the 
curves. I mean, it, it, there's hardly a flat surface on boards anymore. Yeah. No, there's not. Well, then that's the thing, right? I mean, the whole deck is not completely usable. So you've got like 12 or 13 inches in the center of the deck that you can actually use. It's the, it's the flattest, uh, especially right down the center and the middle, which is kind of why I make uh, the pedals the size they are. And then my best friend is my belt sander, and that just flattens them. Nice. Something that I've had to come to terms with is this is handmade. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not a robot. I, I'm flawed. The skate deck is flawed. Everything is flawed. So what you do is you make it visually stimulating because at the end of the day, it's a box, right? Mm-hmm. Or in the pedal community, it's an enclosure. You, you're making a box. You drill some holes, you make a box. So it's got to be smooth. It's got to feel nice in your hand. And it's got to be visually stimulating. I haven't put it down since the whole show. Like I've literally been holding it and playing around with it. I'm going to put it down. So, and you know, I'm new at this. Uh, this is Finnish carpentry, right? This isn't like building a deck, which is sure. how I learned. So it's... Uh, I took a guitar building course, I don't know, seven years ago and built an acoustic. And I learned some skills uh, there that mm-hmm. help me now. Yeah. But, you know, if you want like a box that's perfect, you'd have to, you'd have to machine it. Yeah. Well, that's not, and, and that's I, not the fun part. You know, I mean, it, it, you're, it's not called out. It's the imperfections. It's the. It's the uh, little oddities that you're finding in that the grain of the wood, the stain. Some of it's stained, some of it's painted, some of it's got the uh, uh, the, the the graphics still on it. And I know on on some of them, what you seem to be doing is focusing. So like you you'll build the box and then they'll say, hey, I, on this other piece, there's this cool graphic, and then you cut it out and apply it to the to another box yeah because skateboard art is literally amazing yeah they have so many good uh you know graphic designers artists all these companies they spend a lot of money on having this stuff made and why waste it right because i've always been into skateboard art i mean it's so much of it's so cool so why waste it just let's make something unique out of it and not have it go into a landfill so it looks as though you're finding not only interesting things to uh to apply to these boxes but you're also seemingly making new styles of enclosures or new sizes and things based on those graphics yeah i've got um an enclosure or a a fuzz pedal coming from chuck it's uh, i call it the creature satanic fuzz pedal (laughs) because it's creature skateboards but it had this super satanic looking cartoon graphic on the bottom of it with a pentagram Mm -hmm. so i didn't want to waste the graphic i didn't you know i didn't want to chop it up and so i made a pedal out of it and it's like five and a quarter inches long now that's from uh front to front to dc back it's too big to go on a pedal board. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. Right. And it's like four inches wide, but I didn't want to waste the graphics. And so, yeah, but Hey, but that, yeah, that's a not, that's a novelty item. Somebody will stick it on one of their huge boards and they'll be like, I got the only one. That's cool. Jared's got well, a big giant board. Maybe you guys can explain to me why pedal builders, when you buy a guitar pedal, why are they shipping the pedal with those little rubber feet? I have no idea, man. At this point, because I really don't. I don't understand that. <laughs> I mean, Boss isn't going to stop putting it on theirs just because, like, that's their MO. That's what they do. But 
I've pulled the rubber off of all of my boss pedals. I keep the rubber. Yeah. So I don't I know can why. sell them again, but. No, um, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's, it is a little bit odd and I'm not really sure why they do it. I have gotten some pedals where the feet are shipped with it, but not attached. So if I want to use them, I can. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I who just sets them down on hardwood floor. You'd put it on your pedal board. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Know. No. Um, Side note. So let's see, you got, uh, uh, and how are you content? Are, are people just finding you and they, they just, are they saying, Hey, make me an enclosure. Are you, are you partnering up with particular builders aside from the one that you've mentioned a few times? Like, how are you running into these? Well, because this is so new, most of the stuff that I've built is for either myself or Chuck. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sent a couple boxes to another friend in Calgary, uh, Alberta, uh, named Juan from Tone Hungry Effects. And he's done a couple things with them. I sent uh, a box to uh, Chuck at Chuck Pedals in California. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he makes cool stuff. And um, actually, Juan and I from Tone Hungry in Calgary, we collabed and made a, a pedal for Ryan Adams. Oh, cool. Nice. So I never actually heard from Ryan, but hopefully he got it. But uh, I, I bought one of his skateboards online uh, from his last album, Prisoner. He put out a skateboard, like a big like pool riding skate deck. It was mm-hmm. a big one. So I bought one online and uh, chopped it up and Juan put one of his uh, hunger bender circuits in it and we shipped it off to him. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So again, this is, we're starting out or I'm, excuse me, we, I'm starting out. So, you know, it's all about getting exposure and, and getting people interested in something unique. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every, n- not one's the same or not, no two are the same. They're all. Right. Well, we talk about that a lot on this show where, you know, it's, it's, you can get, you can start off at getting something you want, then getting something that you want that's unique, getting something you want that's hand built, getting something that you want that's hand built that is, a, uh, you know, a signature series or getting something that you want that's hand built that's signature series that is a one off, you know, those are harder to find Absolutely. because it, 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 it's a lot more labor intensive, um, so when you, well, it, when you run a Casa, it's, it's like, I think if certainly you mentioned it, um, and I mentioned this often too, where it's like, I love the idea of having a little piece of uh, guitar art, you know, it's cool. Well, absolutely. Like uh, the way that I see my gear, I want it to be colorful and pop and visually. And to me, I, it doesn't matter what other people think. But it's, it's, that's why everything's unique and one of a kind because, you know, this guy's going to like this and that guy doesn't like it and he thinks it's stupid. So one of a kind it is, right? I like it. Uh, if that made sense. Yeah, no, you're solid. <laughs> I, I think we, why don't we trademark a term called guitar? Gu- guitar. Guitar art. Guitar art. Guitar. Guitar. Do that. It's yours. Now. Well, then I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not doing anything new, right? It's a box. Yeah. But and it's a pedal. It's a, that's all it is. Yeah, I mean, but it's but, uh, it's really it's awesome how you though. it's how you view it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like I it, think it's cool. You don't you don't have yeah. to skateboard to to like no. You know, like a pedal. Like one of the ones that I'm building right now has um, 
a baseball player on the top of it. And it's going to be a really dirty fuzz pedal. Well, you don't have to be in a baseball to or skateboard like that, right? Or skateboards. It's no. just however, whatever, if it appeals to you, it does. However, that would be pretty awesome if a, you know, if you liked all three, right? If a skateboard well, yeah, guy, absolutely. A skateboard guy busts up a skateboard and then he's like, Hey man, I'm going to take my pedal to Shoneswood. I'm sorry. I'm going to take my skateboard to Shoneswood. And he's going to make a pedal out of this thing. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I mean, then, you know, he still has his board, right? But it's in the form of a pedal enclosure. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be pretty awesome. Uh, speaking of speaking of all the things that you're making, um, I'm really intrigued at the pedal boards because, you know, I talk about them all the time. But uh, <laughs> well, that's cool. But they're really cool. Very uh, good thing, man. They tell, tell us about them. Like, where, what's your approach here? Okay, well, the pedal boards started because I make all these friends and I buy pedals and I am now some kind of otherworldly pedal junkie that has way too many guitar pedals. <laughs> that never. And you need to store them somewhere, right? You know, I, I see a lot of guys make shelves and all that kind of... Mm-hmm. That, that's their pedals. They should be on a pedal board. Yeah, man. The, the pedal board should be just as much a piece of art as the pedals themselves. So I started out with a really big one. I, I can't re- say I'm sorry. I can't remember the size of it. It's got 11 pedals on it and uh, one of my handmade pedal board lights on it. It's huge. It's got, yeah, it's got uh, two Voodoo Labs uh, power supplies underneath, which is another thing that I wanted to do when I built them is I want to find a way to undermount the power supplies because sure. the power supplies take up too much room, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just gone from there. I These are new. I've made nine boards so far, full-size ones anyway. And full-size being what about? We're looking at, you know, 17, 16, 17 inches by, I don't know, 12 inches. Something to hold. Well, as I said, I've got one board that's holding three pedals with an undermounted supply. And then the other one has, well, 12 pedals on it with two undermounted supplies. So well, right. how, how many mini pedals would fit? <laughs> uh, that's what, yeah, I've made, I've made a mini pedal board cool. for uh, a guy in California somewhere. Um, he makes these crazy little, I never even plugged it in, but I bought it cause it, or I traded them cause it was unique. Cool. Just they're like micro pedals. I don't know. It's some kind of fuzz pedal. Anyway, I will I never own much. any of those. Yeah. <laughs> I don't big. blame you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you just, use but yeah, I just to turn them on and off. <laughs> I just started making them, uh, because I need them. Yeah. Right. So I've, I've got, uh, you know, a lot to learn. So I'm learning, well, you, admit, you know, I mean, you're, I'm looking at the pictures on here, man. And this thing looks tight. And you're also, it's nice because you're putting in grommets for the, um, for the power outs and the plugs and stuff, which is cool. Well, yeah, and that's something uh, the, uh, every board that I'm going to make is going to be specific. Well, uh, if you guys haven't uh, haven't seen his stuff yet, uh, I encourage you to check out uh, check out his Facebook and Shoneswood uh, Shoneswood uh, Instagram, and you can see all the cool stuff, cool pictures, and maybe uh, give him a give him a holler and get something custom built. I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us. This is a unique thing in our little guitar world. We usually we're talking about guitars and, and pedals and amps. And, uh, we got to talk about something a little different today, which was really cool. Yeah, and 
I really appreciate this. This is a good opportunity. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, it's really cool. Jared? Well, it's time for Would You Rather? A little higher than normal. Uh, All right. This week's Would You Rather is... So you're at the store, and you have a few bucks in your pocket. Ridiculous. And there's two choices on the wall, okay? Number one choice, are you going to buy a Hello Kitty Strat? Or (laughs) are you going to buy the Emily the Strange Epiphone SG? Which one are you going to buy? Because to me, they both sound awesome. (laughs) (laughs) i already know what todd's choice is gonna be but we're gonna let todd ask us what we want this week okay jared what do you want this week oh man (laughs) see i did that well yes (laughs) oh man oh that's a toss-up i think i'm gonna go with the the hello kitty man really yeah i i already have a a billion sgs at home so I would definitely go with the uh, Hello Kitty Strat. I like pink anyway. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Although I have to hand it to the uh, Emily the Strange. That is a really cool design. Yeah, I mean, for that. Yes. Yeah. I like it. It's mm-hmm. cool. The wavy hair and stuff like that. Yeah. Who's buying these guitars? I, you know, I th- if I can find I one know. for the right price, I am. <laughs> hey, I man. Know. Okay. Well, <laughs> I would plug that Hello Kitty strat in and rock the crap out of it if I had to. I mean, I would do it. I think, like in front of people or sure. that. Sure. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm six foot six. I mean, Slash so. has one. So, Ooh. Yeah. Huh. I'm yeah. a big dude, so I'm not worried about what some scrawny, you know, bar guy is gonna tell me well it seems though a lot of people are customizing them and and putting different faces and stuff on the actual kitty face which is also kind of interesting and unique yeah there's one with a cigarette coming up yeah tony what are you doing there bud i'm i'm going emily the strange all the way okay really and you know what what sold me on this i mean okay so let's get it let's get it straight both of them are inexpensive Bold Dude, that, that Emily the Strange is two seventy five used. Yeah, well, that's not that's that's, that's not a toy. Okay, okay. Jeez, Tom. Well, uh, and it's, that's and more the, expensive huge... than most squires. <laughs> yeah. See how he is. It's twice yeah. the price of most squires. <laughs> that's like eight hundred dollars in Canada. Just to clear the air, Todd was. <laughs> Horribly opposed to yeah, this. Yeah, I did not want to Would do you this rather? One. But anyways, and we're not going to even we're ask fine. him what he wants. Yeah. So we're not, we're not going to do that. But anyway. So, uh, Todd. What no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> so the thing that really sold me on the Emily the Strange, if you want to pull that one back up there, okay. are the knobs. Really? And I'm surprised you didn't notice this, Todd. I can't see them because it's oh they're circular they're like they're, nice. they've got spirals yeah on they're them. like vertigo right. it's, that's cool that's yeah. pretty cool the yeah. graphics are much cooler on the Emily the Strange I, yeah so that's I what mean, I'm going with yes okay uh Shone Shone's Wood Shone's Kevin wood. <laughs> what are you doing Shone what do you want <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay well I just pulled this picture up. Are you allowed to modify it if you if you yes, take it? Yes. <laughs> if you want. Okay, well, I'll go with the, I'll go with the Emily the Strange. Come on, then. people. 
I would sand the crap of off that dog. Yeah, you could. I don't it. have an SG. You can. You I've can got clean a strap. it and actually make a pedal out of it, right? Or you could put uh, a. You could put a skateboard top on it, right? I could do that. Yeah, but whatever I did, it would not have that. Yeah, interesting looking. Uh, oh, it's great stuff. Graphic on it. That's I, I would I would totally rock that out. My I've got three girls. They would they would love that probably. Sure. I don't even know who Emily the Strange is. Me either. Uh, it was some character on a cartoon or a show on some yeah. thing. Uh, Anyways, yeah. Well, uh, getting old, I guess. Todd, you're not allowed to answer. I am going to answer because I've got a great answer. You're gonna like this. So on the back of the Hello Kitty guitar, uh, there is there seems to be a couple different versions of it. There's like a, a cursive hello kitty. And there seems to be one where, uh, I don't know if this one has been modified or not, but someone's put like sort of, um, uh, ransom note, hello kitty on it. Now here's what I'm doing with it. You guys don't <laughs> like this. I'm going to bring it all the way back around to the beginning. I'm going to paint it. I'm going to get the hello kitty. And I'm going to paint the guitar. Cause the, cause the actual hello kitty part is actually a pick guard. Yes. So I'm going to paint the guitar checkerboard. And on the back, it's going to say, Hello Kitties from Cheap Trick. Uh, Ah. uh, Yes. Checkerboard is so easy. For the win. I win. Are you going to put the Hello Kitty back on the front? Yes. And Hello Kitties. We'll be playing a strat. Hello, kitties. Yeah. Anyways, um, I won't ever do that again. Uh, awesome. You. Yes. I, see, now I liked it. I liked that. It was a good choice. What? Yeah, it was a good choice because I found something good to do with it. Yeah. All right. It just takes right. a little creativeness, dudes. <laughs> um, we need to do something here, Tony. Do it. Take a little business. Yes, a little business. So, one of the things we like to do around these pots is to thank some very important people. Yep. Uh, those would be our executive producers. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Well, I'm going to name some names. Yes. Because one of the benefits, I'm told, of being an executive producer is, Jared? Well, you get to have your name read on the thing. That's right. So you can go to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and find out how you can become... An executive producer, or if that's a little too rich for your blood, which it's not that rich, uh, you can find various other levels and find some really great prizes. And we'll love you just the same. Benefits yeah, and the, things. Uh, after you read the list, I'm going to tell them about new oh, cool. new things on the Patreon. New things on the Patreon. So, without further ado, and we'd like to welcome on board Zach J. Wright. He's welcome, our, Zach. our newest executive producer. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Gary Goodman, Darren Gregory, Alex Leggett, Robert Marfleet, John Anglin, Chris Kearney, Sean S. Oliver Gonzalez, John Daly, Robin Smith, Derek Fitzer, Pete Marshall, Carlos Mancha, Matt Brammer, David Wolfson, Martin Cliff, and Tom Barazin. If you would like to become an executive producer, and Jared, what happens? Well, you get to have your name read on the thing. Go to patreon.com 
forward slash the guitar knobs. That's right. And you will find uh, something new there. Uh, hopefully you've seen the video by now on Instagram. Uh, but we've got a new reward for the $5 tier members. So we've got $1 tier member where you're going to get an awesome mega sticker pack from all of, you know, from many of our previous guests uh, who have contributed stickers and picks and whatnot. Thank you. Guests. Uh, so we're going to send that out. And that's just for a dollar. That's literally a dollar a month. Like, an entire year will cost you twelve dollars. That's just a that's, couple that's of just, bucks. That's just helping us out. That's and, less than and, a cup of and, coffee. And every little helps. At five dollars, you're gonna get and we got these brand new barefoot buttons. They are anodized orange and they've got our logo on it. And we're gonna send you one of those. And you also get the sticker pack. Awesome. And then for the executive level, you get your t shirt and the button. And the sticker pack. And That's your, pretty sweet. And your name right That is that. pretty dang sweet. And I just want to call out, uh, <laughs> this was this was really cool. We got um, our uh, longtime executive producer, Chris Kearney, who's uh, playing in a, who's playing a show up in, uh, in New York. Uh, and he's got a, he sent us a picture, two pictures with him playing. So he's on stage with our shirt and then doing his band photo with the shirt. And I was like, man, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sending it. If you guys have our shirts, and you want to send us a shot of you wearing it. We appreciate it. We love to see what's happening with the stuff that we're putting out there in the world. So thanks to Chris for sending that and um, good luck with his band. And uh, I think we need to find out where we can send um, people to you. Kevin, where can people find you? Well, I can be found easily on Instagram at Shoneswood. And I have a Facebook page, which is, let me bring it up so I can remember what it's called. Shown's Wood Shop. Cool. Cool. <laughs> are you, on, uh, my are, emails around there and are you on reverb you, yet? No, actually I was thinking about that the last couple of days. Maybe I should start a, I think you should. A, a, Absolutely. A Get page, on there, buddy. But, yep. Tony, where can they find you? Well, of course they can go to pickguardian.com or if you want to use the social media, uh, I've got, uh, actually they're both listed under pick guardian and the number one for, uh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find me at, uh, Who, who's, who's talking right now? Jared Brandon, brandonwoundpickups.com. <laughs> if you need uh, a pickup repaired or you need a really cool pickup, um, to replace something you just don't like, please give me a, a shout out. I'm, I'm also on the various social medias, um, BrandonWalmPickups.com. Jared at BrandonWalmPickups.com. Okay. Thank you, Jared. And I'm just here. You can get a hold of me at Todd at TheGuitarKnobs.com. Drop by our website. We've got our four on the floor, all of them up there. And also, uh, uh, I know a lot of people are, um, you know, you, you listen to our show on, on various providers. I know some of them don't backlog all of the shows. Uh, but you can find them all for sure, all 80 plus of them on our website. So you can check them out there, listen along. And we've all, we also have our YouTube channel kicking right now. And I'm sorry, I have been a little slow on the update with some of those, but I'm trying. It's just a pretty labor intensive thing to do, uh, but I am trying to keep, get caught up on those. So, um, all of you, thank you for your patience. If you are listening to us on there and we hope to have that updated, uh, shortly. So everybody, 
Thank you so much for hanging along with us. Kevin, thanks for uh, being our guest today and continued success. And we hope well, thank you, you so much make it to a lot of more people's pedal boards. Um, I really, really like that board. Uh, and maybe we'll see some of them, more of them out there. So beautiful. Thank you so much. You Appreciate bet. it. You bet. Subscribe. Yeah. Well, that's it for these knobs please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.